nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is deadly. So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And tonight is our very special ASMR episode of the Horror You Know podcast. Honestly, that noise, <laughs> it, was I thought, it sounded like the like it sounded like the cord was rubbing against my hoodie. So I was like pulling away trying to be like, oh fuck, I think I'm I I, I legitimately <laughs> felt like I was about to die in that moment. <laughs> I like that. So, I'm disappointed in you, Wells. I'm disappointed in you, Torrance. Well, I'm sure I've earned that, but don't you at least want to know why? I guess. What do we not have right now? A little smoky. Luckily, I got this brown paper bag. You never okay, know what's so inside do, this brown paper bag. We do got some bag. old smoky shots. People, this is tradition right now. You're you're witnessing tradition. tradition. We usually take a shot of something at the beginning of every episode, 90 Six percent of the time, it's old smoky. If you don't know about old smokies on this podcast by now, it means you're new, and we're very, very thankful that you're here. But this is what we do: we take a shot before each episode because get that's what we need to get through. Are there three different ones? It is three different ones, so I'm going to let you two choose first which flavor you want. Means is the more picky one, so we've got banana pudding. I would do that. We've got. Butter pecan. Oh, your I favorite. Don't do that. <laughs> Barely nipple. <laughs> and we've got white chocolate strawberry milk, baby. I wouldn't do that one. I'll do any of them. So you guys choose. Well, which one do you? Want? I just said I was gonna let you all choose. Well, which one do you want the most? Well, you all are just turning this around on me. That's what you're doing. Okay, right, put it in the middle. I was just about to say. Spin the bottle. Whoever points at drinks it. But they're different colors. No, in the middle, not in the middle of the floor. <laughs> I don't even know where that one went. Spin one. It's better than I thought. We're pausing me, for technical right? difficulties. That's you. Just three if it points to me as well. Spin the bottle okay. in means basement. Nothing that was terrible. Here. I hit my big ass thumb. There he goes. And I am banana pudding. Banana pudding. Banana pudding. Did you find a scratch off down there? I found a CD. So I wound up with the uh, white chocolate strawberry. You're the white chocolate? I cream. Rock. According to you, all right. Cream. I did spin the bottle over here. I like the butter nipples. <laughs> I was going to make a comment, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> all right, fellas. Look at Means is fucking chomping in the bit over there. He loves that banana pudding. Mm. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Slightly aroused. All right. Over Clink. The- over the teeth. Down the hatch. Through the gums. Watch out. Anus, here it comes. Oh, smoky. Oh, smoky. Sorry, I was still. <laughs> Let's do it again. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, smoky. I'm still. Bastards to... need to sponsor us by now. That's right. Come on. Let's hit them up. Season two. We drink yeah. this shit all the time. Yeah. Season two. Let's get close of all the episodes where we said, like, oh, smoky, and just. Make it like a montage and just send it to him. You know, I think we eventually need to start getting more response from our listeners. 
and have winners every month and send them something in like the uh, pickled punks that I made yeah. in the old smoky jars. We do need to hear more from our listeners because they are out there. Sometimes yeah. they speak up when we're out in public and not expecting it. I know. Speak up on social media, please. Yeah, start telling us how much you love us. Stroke our e e egos. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say our ends. Mm-hmm. Do that too. I was excited there. You can stroke our ends. <laughs> not creepy at all, is it? Stroke our ends. You can stroke Darren's barons. It's all good. Darren's barons. He's a red. So- <laughs> he's a red baron. Let me tell you. Oh my you. God. So um, we gotta get that foot on a shirt too. Darren's, Darren's barons. barons. <laughs> You're never gonna live that down. I know. <laughs> One movie that I told you would be bad. <laughs> I didn't even want to do it, but you guys were like, let's do an episode. Hey, you even admit that we begged you to do that one. You, you even Trent admit, like, though, that it's the worst episode we've done. Trent, was Trent like, the guy no, that hasn't been here for two movie, episodes. The worst movie we've I was going to say, the episode was good. The yeah. movie was trash. The episode was fun. Yeah. But yeah, I liked but, it. I love the true story a lot more than I did the movie. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I would agree. So check that out, people, if you haven't already. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Hashtag Darren's Barons. <laughs> Hashtag Darren's Barons. <laughs> sounds like I can't have kids anymore. <laughs> Darren's Baron. <laughs> Darren's Baron. He can't help it. <laughs> All right. So Woo. for those of for those of you that don't know, we're here to talk about the um, inspiration for the movie Jeepers Creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers mm-hmm. Creepers. Where'd you get those murder eyes? Why are you looking at me like that? I was born with them. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. That was my blade impression. I kind of figured that's where that was going. Um, so again, like we're minus a Trent tonight. and um, He just doesn't ever want to be here anymore. He doesn't want to be here. Yeah. He's got more important things to do. Than Maybe next episode he'll return. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's clean poops, right? Yeah. I thought it was perfect poops. The perfect poops? What are we I going with? He just makes Salty up, poops? He just makes up he's got shit a new one. He's, he's got a new one every week. It should be TP. Baby poops whatever. was also an option we threw out there. He was, yeah. So what? his excuse behind not wanting to do TP was because mine is it poops, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, excuse. yeah, but you're, you're literally TP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're made for it. You're made you're for the shit. For, and just, just like TP, yeah. He's, he's yeah made you're made for, for shit. shit. You're made to be shit paper. It's full of shit. So, um... I'm just going to take off the kitty gloves and dive right into it, boys. Jeepers it. Creepers, based Get on. Oh, you guys don't know. No. I don't know why I was no. acting like you guys are going to finish yeah, my. I thought we were going to finish each other's. I almost looked into it, but sandwiches. then I decided I would just oh, wait. Um, so. There's reason for that. Jeepers Creepers, like I said, loosely based on a true story. And um, this story, I'm just going to dive right into it. On the 15th of April, 1990, 46-year-old Dennis Depure went to... We've been doing a lot of French stuff here lately, haven't we? Pepe Le Too Pew. much French kissing, if you ask me on this podcast. The old French tickler. <laughs> I don't know why I look Not right the French tickler. I know. You know what I'm talking about. Is that what you all call your beards? Yeah, these are our French ticklers. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have one that... Don't have one or can't grow one? Don't have one. Oh, God. I can grow one. It just doesn't look good. He's got the little Billy D. Williams French tickler over there going on. My, Cut funny. If I try to grow a beard, it looks like I'm like uh, I don't want to say it. <laughs> what I was going to say. 
<laughs> looks like a look like a little old man's hairy balls. Look like a slave. Oh, <laughs> twelve years. Hold of, on a second. Twelve years a slave over this here. This took a turn. Wow. Yep. <laughs> we should have stuck to the ASMR. I know. You <sighs> canceled like Kanye in about five seconds. <laughs> so in 1990, 46-year-old Dennis Depuel went over to his ex-wife Marilyn's <clears throat> home to pick up his children. Joint custody had been part of their divorce, right? Mm-hmm. As it is with many of our divorces. Yeah. None of, none of us here have... Divorces? Well, well I, oh, I have been divorced, shit. but I don't have I kids. Forgot. That's right. <laughs> that I know of. So he had electronics though, which are kind of like kids. those, are like my babies. But That's I got right. to keep those, except for some stuff, like my heart. I didn't get to keep that. He still managed to get into the house when no one was around. Okay, what I mean by that is, it was like the dude had a key. Okay, that's weird because Marilyn kept changing the locks. Somehow this dude kept getting into the house. Okay, so Marilyn's scared of her ex-husband <clears throat> because he's been called a bully violent he has a temper and now this dude's just showing up in her house randomly at times like wells does who's changing their locks do you know dennis change these locks you creep and he puts the spare in his pocket to me it already sounds like she's like having her ex-husband change your locks or he's like having somebody change your locks for her change the locks and save the key yeah just make sure i get a copy of that key so, on this day, Jennifer, Julie, and Scott, the three children, didn't want to go with their father. On that day in April, the youngest, Julie, refused to get in his car, and the others quickly followed suit. Okay? So, they don't want to go with their dad. Um, the family begins to fight, and I mean all of them. Dennis gets into it with Marilyn. The kids chime in, voicing their opinions about how they don't want to go with their dad. Shocker, right? Because he's got this big attitude problem. And Dennis starts screaming at his ex-wife about how she had turned the kids against him. So he hits her. Naturally, right? Damn it, Dennis. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so he hits her. Bitch had it coming. Bitch had it coming. I knew you were going <laughs> to I felt like you were going to say something to that extent. I can't stand the Dennis's of the world. So he proceeds to beat her, and then he pushes her down the stairs. God, okay. Gosh, so obviously, dang. yeah, this, this takes a turn real quick. <laughs> he... he Corey Cunningham's are down the stairs. Too soon. Yeah. Wow. Too soon. Chill out, bro. Corey Cunningham's. <laughs> so. That was a couple episodes ago. That was a couple episodes ago. If you've seen Halloween Ends, then you'll know what Just I'm talking about. Just leave him alone. Leave me alone. So one of the kids runs to the neighbor to call for help. I want to say that was Jennifer, okay? So she goes to call the police and let them know what's going on. Dennis tells the kids he's taking Marilyn to the hospital and puts her inside of the vehicle and leaves. The vehicle is this old, like, dad van. I mean, it's it's the stereotypical, like, 80s, 90s, you know, like, large yeah. large van. Serial van. killer kidnapper, typical van. Yeah, do, do you remember? Uh, Bro, I always, I'm going to get one of those vans when I retire. <laughs> you know that, right? But I always, I've already got one, and I put <laughs> the logo on the side of it, and it's called... Cut a bitch, dog grooming service. Cut a bitch, dog grooming. <laughs> this motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> this always reminds me, like, when I hear stories about these old creeper vans. Do you remember that old Astro, that blue van that my dad had? Hell yeah. Had all the lights in the back and yeah, shit. Yeah, so you would, like, get in. <laughs> of course, there's the, the, the passenger. The Didn't have a mattress seat. back there at once, too? Not a mattress, per se, but there was a... So when you got into this thing, you know, it had the sliding door on the side uh, to get in the back. When you go in, there's two seats, you know, the front, then there's the middle two seats, and then there was a 
like a I don't want to say like a love like a recliner, but it was like one whole. It was like a onesie, so to say. It was a one seat in the back, and this that was a mid captain <laughs> seat. Mid captain, and the you have so many spider webs stuck to your hoodie, right? Now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm a part of him now. I'm a part of that's right. Stifler. Stifler's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I know he keeps coming toward me. He's just laughing his ass off at this okay. episode. We got the same knees. Literally, man. the ass that he doesn't have. He's these laughing. Are, these are the. <laughs> these are not Stifler's knees. These are my knees. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> so, so uh, you, it would slide out, like he said, it was kind of like a mattress. It would slide down and become like a little bed in the back. Yeah, we fucking love that van. Not Hell only yeah. like when you got in. He had these track lights going on each side, and there were these little, like, blue lights. Mm-hmm. So, bro. <laughs> in the van. I, I, you guys think I'm fucking not dead serious. I'm dead fucking serious. So, like, when I was 16, I had a 72 Mustang. That was the car I drove to so, school. Was that the car in the movie? It was the car in Nobone. Okay. That, I fucking loved that car. A guy owns it now that I sold it to when I was, like, when I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. So, he still owns it, fixed it back up and everything. My dream car is either getting that or, better yet, getting a fucking 70s, 80s style boogie van. If you don't know what a fucking boogie van is, fucking look them up. I know what it is. That is exactly what Kelso I'm drove one on that 70s Fucking show. Kelso drove a boogie yeah. van. I want a boogie <laughs> van with a fucking bed in the back, little little area where I could keep drinks and a yeah. fridge and all that shit. That's what I want. I That's wanted to be dream. in that van, not yeah. with Kelso though, with Jackie. I wanted to. I want to call <laughs> it. Say it like that. Jackie, 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 Jackie. <laughs> I want to call it the Midnight Syndicate, and it's going to be blue, purple, and black. Okay, that sounds fucking horror. Fantastic, but what I'm waiting for is your food truck. That's going to be called Jesus Crust. Jesus Crust. Jesus yeah. Crust. <clears throat> that's not a food truck. That's going to be my uh, restaurant. Jesus Crust. Pizza slash grilled cheese. Nice. So <laughs> it sounds delicious. So Dennis Jesus tells the kids Christ. he's taking Marilyn to the hospital, puts her inside the van, and leaves. This is my fault. I started this. Okay. Cut to the next scene. Next scene. This is where this is really happening. So Ray and Marie oh Thornton were driving along uh, Snow Perry Road in Coldwater, Michigan. Okay. On the long trips, they would play a game that they made up where they would try to make phrases out of license plates. Dennis flies by in the van in a hurry, and Marie sees the license plate that starts with a GZ on the back, right? GZ. G is in goats, Z is in Zoolander. She pay, She says, GZ, geez, he must be in a hurry. And then they do that, like, old, like, white lady chuckle. She's like, ha, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> The Lost Wells. So, shortly after this, they he doesn't know a lot of old white ladies. So he he drives down the road like he flies by him. He's really far ahead of him. They don't even see him anymore, right? So they go to drive by this old schoolhouse. They see that van parked out outside next to the schoolhouse, and in between there, there's like this big like you know um like propane tank. It's not there anymore, but um he was parked on the side of it. And she looks over and she brings it to uh, to raise attention. She says, "What is that?" And he's carrying a he's carrying a sheet that appears to be soaked in blood, right? And he starts stuffing it into the hole in the ground. It's like 
a hole like an animal would make, right? So it's not very big to begin with, and he's trying to stuff this sheet down there. They think that's weird, obviously. But they keep driving because, you know, they're in the middle of nowhere, basically. And this is, like, back in the early 90s. Cell phones are not as popular as they are now. And um, even if they were, you're not getting any fucking signal anywhere out there on those old things. No. So they take off and uh, they decide, like, we're going to go to the nearest town. We're going to find a phone. We're going to call the authorities, right? So the van comes speeding up behind them and follows them a few miles down the road before eventually turning down a side road. So Ray and Marie decide they're going to go back and um, give a license number, license plate number to give to the police. But when they find the van again, Dennis is parked on the side of the road, changing the license plate. The door on the van was wide open and it was appeared to be covered in blood. Stop right there. You're driving down the road. The psychopath, he fat, he passes you really quick, right? He's flying down the road. He takes off. You don't think anything of it. Oh. Shit happens on those back roads all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You have that. Mm-hmm. You drive up. You pass the schoolhouse. You look over. You see this sheet. This guy's stuffing it down in a hole. He's trying to. It's like an old schoolhouse. Old like schoolhouse. Bell tower. That old type of. Not with the bell tower, but it kind of like, <clears throat> and I've seen pictures i've actually seen a video of this schoolhouse and it kind of looks like an old church honestly yeah so um we'll try to get pictures of that old schoolhouse on the got a lot to say about that uh recreation in the movie yeah oh yeah we're gonna get into all that so he drives off my question to you guys is he speeds up behind you you get away you see him stop and turn around leave I get that you want to give him a license plate number, but are you really going to go back? No. Probably, you know what I mean? Probably not, unless I have guns. Right. Uh, the assumption here is they don't. It, it yeah. never specifies that they were traveling armed or unarmed. Yeah. My assumption is they don't because they don't bring any point to it in any of the stories I've read about them. Like, well, Ray says, you know, oh, well, we might as well go try it. If we run into problems, we've got the 22 in the back. I would imagine yeah. this old couple would yeah. have been 22. I feel like your first instinct should be to let law enforcement know, even though nine times out of ten they're useless like they were in this story. Well, they that's their idea. They want to let them know, but they want to go back and get the full license plate number. I'm saying, like, fuck that. Just go, That's not your responsibility. Yeah, I'll tell you where the hell it was. I'll tell you where I'm it sorry was. sorry I didn't get a license plate number, but I'll tell you where to go. And I can tell you exactly and what I'm not the van looks back. like. Because, granted, this is 90, Okay. A lot of vehicles probably resembled this back then. I think the vehicle was like an 87 Chevy van. So, and it was like mint green, right? So, and and I don't know that full extent of the detail. I'm just saying, description-wise, it's going to stand out. But again, this is the early 90s. A lot of vehicles may have looked like that. And also, the, the place they were in was not like a heavily populated area, was it? No, it was just like, if you're driving out through like, for us, it would be driving through like Canaan or DuPont or places like that. You're out, you're out, you're on a main highway, so to say, but there's not a lot of thorough traffic. You put, you pass one car maybe once every like 25. What minutes. state was this right. in? Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Yes, sir. Upper Peninsula, are we talking? Or uh, Milwaukee area? Coldwater? I'm not sure where Coldwater, Coldwater. Michigan is. Okay. Right next to Detroit. What? 
I want to say it's Southern Michigan, and there's a reason I'm gonna. There's a reason I think that, and I'll tell you in a second. Southern Michigan. Yeah. You'll you'll understand why I say that here in a second. So they see the blood on the side. I mean, like the door is open, it's just covered in blood. It's very obvious. Um so they go, they find a they find a phone, they call the police. So Jennifer had already called the police and they're already looking for Dennis. Jennifer is one of the daughters from earlier I was telling you guys about. Uh they find Marilyn well. Yeah, they find Marilyn's body on the side of the road uh, in some nearby brush, right? Not too far from this from the schoolhouse. It wasn't too hard for them to find. And I actually don't even think it was the cops that found it. I think it was some sort of like construction workers that found it on the side of the road. So Dennis goes on the run. There's more to the story. I'm kind of watering it down because like the filler part is like he's sending the kids postcards. He's been on the run for almost a year. They can't find him. Can't pin him down. He's sending these postcards, and he's basically, like, not taking responsibility for what he's done in a sense of, like, I fucked up. This is what I did. I should be punished, blah, 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 blah. It's, yes, I did it, but it wasn't my fault because, you know, she was constantly belittling me and bullying me and saying this and this. So he wasn't fully taking responsibility for what he was doing. Yeah. Just because she was getting on your nerves doesn't give you the right to kill her and justify that by saying, ah, well, she just... Bitch is always on my back, man. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not a good excuse. And I feel like he's just trying to, like, brainwash these kids into thinking, like, well, they're young enough now, and they don't have anybody else really there to tell them, so I'm just going to try to feed their head with this bullshit and tell them, like, not daddy's fault. All right. So, like I said, about a year goes by. This is where it gets a little wild. So, at this point, Dennis is living as Hank. Change his name to Hank. He's living with his girlfriend, Mary. Hi. So, there's this episode on Unsolved Mysteries. Shut your mouth. I swear to Christ. Classic or a new one? It's the, well, it was in 90. Classic. It was a year later, so it was going to be Robert Stack, that fucking bitch, scared everybody. <laughs> so, you're thinking about 91. Yeah, dude, what <laughs> fucking <laughs> creepy? That show used to creep. <laughs> that show <laughs> was <laughs> scary. <laughs> this dude just come walking out of the fog through a back alley. <laughs> yeah. On November 17th. I'd watch shows like Tales from the Crypt and be just fine, but I'd watch yeah. Unsolved Mysteries and I was all, out. I was all right when he was in, like, Airplane. Airplane. As soon as he fucking gets on. He was on, in some old westerns yeah. as well. As soon as he gets on this shit, I was like, I'm scared fucking death of that, dude. Yeah. At the time, I was young, so I didn't know those were reenactments. Well, plus, watching Unsolved Mysteries, like, we thought all this shit was definitely true stories. Like, oh my God, this shit's really happening. They were true stories. They were true stories. That was the catch. They were real stories. They were like, real, no, they're real no, they stories. They were real crimes. They were real crimes that they never got solved. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them were what like. What are you talking about? Some of them were alien abductions. They didn't like. They were alleged shit. true crimes. I see what your point is. Gotcha. I see why you said that. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but for the most part, they were true crimes. I'm yeah. with you now. Like DB Cooper and stuff like that. And again, I'd put air quotes on the DB Cooper thing because that's that's kind of one of those far fetched stories to where. Well, he definitely stole money. They just but some did of the bullshit. Did he? Has that actually been verified? That he stole money. Yeah. Somebody stole money. Somebody stole it. Yeah. Stole it. But he didn't end up on an airplane and fucking disappear right after. I want to get into that. That's a fascinating I mean, we story. We, I mean, this is season two. All fucking gloves yeah. are All off. gloves are off, man. Like, do you All know that story? The DB Cooper story? I don't. So we'll give you just a quick layout. There's a guy robs a bank, 
boards a plane. Something happens while he's on the plane. I don't want to give you too much. Plus, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no uh, I think like FBI is after him. Whatever. He jumps. He has a pair. He gets a parachute. Takes the money. Jumps out of a plane. Nobody ever sees or hears from him like again. Like Loki. Pretty no. much. Yeah, that's exactly what they were spoofing. Okay. That no, was DB. No Cooper. money or anything. I mean, they never traced. They never the money traced again. the money back. And just disappears. And it's weird because like people tried to give a description of him and there was a few different descriptions of what he looked like, which is understandable because yeah. this yeah. situation, you're gonna fuzz some stuff up, but it's crazy. So so this story is on unsolved mysteries about the guy um who kills his wife and he's on the run and all this other stuff, right? So he's in the house of Mary. The episode comes on, and this is like a fucking, this is like a movie here. He sees it, doesn't want Mary to see it, and tries to keep distracting her by saying he's going on this trip across the country or whatever to see his ill mother. And wants to know, like, every time she tries, like, going to the living room, he's like, well, no, I'm going to leave. Like, I want you to see me out. Like, he's just all of a sudden leaving right now. No warning whatsoever. No, I'm leaving. Can you make me some sandwiches for the road? Well, she obliges wow. us. She's like, yeah, I'm going to make some fucking sandwiches. I'm but some Robert sandwiches. stacks on. <laughs> make me some sandwiches. What do you want? Pumpernickel? Give me some pumpernickel with some pepper jack. <laughs> I like some nice pumpernickel. But Robert stacks on. I could hear him baby, talking. Baby, I'm trying to get on the road. My mother's ill. So he leaves the, so he leaves the house in, this, in the same van. He's got the same van, right? So someone close to Mary sees this episode, and I've heard two different stories. I've heard it was some friends of Mary's. I heard it was Mary's family. I've heard a few different, but the the, the results are still the same. Somebody recognizes Hank and was like, or Dennis, and says, well, that's that's Hank. So they call in to the police, right? Four hours later, they find Dennis in Louisiana, okay? Now, I don't know where he's at. He's not in Michigan, I don't remember what state he was in when he flew. It's like a sixteen-hour drive from where Michigan, to Michigan, Louisiana. To Louisiana. Well, I don't know that he's in Michigan. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Remember, okay. he fleed Michigan because gotcha. that's where he initially lived, and I don't remember what state he was living with Mary in. But now he's gotcha. four hours away from Louisiana. But I can that's tell you that. That's not really bad. I mean, it's a long drive, but it's, it's like driving from here to Florida. Yeah, but like it seems like it's pretty quick. Anyway, well, you're talking go. about four hours. I was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Uh, I so, wish. so they locate him in Louisiana. Police give pursuit. They give chase to this man. He's trying to outrun them. He's not going to stop. He pulls out a gun and starts opening fire on the cops. So this high speed pursuit is going on. He realizes I'm not going to make it. He turns the gun on himself, shoots himself five times in the face dang it what i'm just kidding i was waiting to see <laughs> i was like i was waiting to see if he was gonna catch it five times <laughs> he's that fucking tough what is he like kurt cobain <laughs> oh he's like i want to send this one out to my like mother who died from cancer and five gunshot wounds to the face they're not sure which one got it first <laughs> So, like miraculous shots. I had to throw that in there. Sorry, I was seeing if you guys are paying attention. Yeah, I'm listening. At first, I was like, damn. Like, instantly, I'm like, wait a minute. How was like, so this is is why I think this was Southern Michigan. (laughs) Dennis was buried in LaGrange County, Indiana, away from his wife. So, Southern, I I looked up Coldwater. It is like between Grand Rapids, a little bit south of Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, and about 
an hour west of Detroit. So it's right above Indiana. So it is kind of like southern, southern Michigan. Okay. Yep. So with that being said, that's he he has to uh he's he's buried in uh Indiana, away from his wife. What I wanted to ask you guys is how fucking crazy is that that I mean this is ninety one, right? But just imagine like even in today's society to where we've got more channels like Facebook, Instagram, you know, there's always a phone in somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. No, and no matter what the age is anymore, yeah. it feels like. How crazy is it that a true crime show like that can get a man caught to the point where you watch it, you recognize, like, wait a minute, that dude lives right next to me. Yeah. You call in, he's on the run, they catch him, he kills himself. This doesn't happen if this episode doesn't air on Unsolved Mysteries. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't well, that, that wild? That is exactly the point of that show, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it works. Yeah. It clearly yeah. works. Yeah. I mean, it's just like our boy uh, Walsh there, mm-hmm. you know, getting, yeah. all the, getting all the people over the years that he's got. America's gotten. most wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So, I mean, it's, it's the same type of thing, you know. He's not, still doing it. I almost would say it would be easier to catch people now but i would think so as well i would also think it's harder to get people to recognize people because there's so many media outlets now compared to back then you know back then there were just a few and millions like you talk about like when people watched a show it was millions of people watched the show now a famous show is like a half a million you know what well, I'm saying? Yeah. Also, so like, like less less people watch because there's so many choices now. So like I I talk to people all the time. Some of the people and we're streaming. You all just catch it later. Exactly. I so feel like there's people yeah. now that didn't even know that about the boy we talked about a few weeks ago, which yeah, was you know the boy the boy <clears throat> in the uh, in the suitcase. Some people didn't even know about that case. I was like, that's was pretty. That Kentucky or Indiana? It's Indiana. I feel like in the 90s, too, like people were probably a lot more genuine with their tips as opposed to now. Everybody just like wants their few moments of fame. So seconds we're of also, fame. We're also <laughs> responsible for making a killer. <laughs> what? You didn't make me. I was born. I was going to say, he's already there. Yeah, like these days, they'll just, the, the law enforcement will put something out and people are automatically coming up with theories and yeah. trying to call it in as if it's fact and everything yeah. like that. So. I feel like in the 90s, shows like uh, America's Most Wanted were a lot more effective than they probably are today. That show is With that being said, though, I think it's easier to catch people now when they kill people. If, you know, I mean, you can still get away, but I think it's easier with all the technology. Yeah, and man. You could, like, never truly get away with murder, so that shit's got to be stressful. Like, you can go 20 years and looking over your shoulder and just yeah. never know. Well, that that guy, I mean, we've just started seeing the Delphi updates recently. Did you you been keeping up with that? Mm-mm. Those two girls that were on the track that did the uh, oh, Snapchat yeah. video, the, the guy falling. They just arrested like a week and a half ago a suspect. Yeah. So we're going to start seeing more updates on that pretty soon. That should be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I've never heard of this story. I'm kind of glad. You did this episode. I've never, like, I'm into true crime. I've never heard this I've story. I've never heard it either. I didn't know it was a real thing until recently. Uh, 
that's what I'm saying. I've said this before. Like this podcast has opened my eyes to so many things. Yeah. And um, it makes me like look for like, I don't know. Like I said, it opened my eyes. Like you've told, you've uh, brought some movies to our attention that I'm like, that has a real story behind it. And uh, you've brought some to my attention to where I'm like, yeah, I knew it had a real story, but I've never really cared much to look into it because it's, I just like the movie. Yeah. And then I get more intrigued by the story than I do the movie. And that's not to say the movie's bad. It's just the story is just so interesting. Like the source material. Trent just texted me and said he's not going to make it tonight, guys. Just so you know. But you knew that, didn't you? He's not going to make it. Yeah. Okay. 10 o'clock. He's not not fucking making it. He's not going to be here. You knew that, though, didn't you? What? That these stories that we're not familiar with are intriguing and something that we should talk about. Well, I mean, I thought when I first came up with this idea, I thought it'd be a, you know, I was looking for a cool way to do something that I love, which is horror. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to just do a review show because everybody does that. For the record. Yeah. For the record. For the 50th time. It's not horror, it's horror. 55, to be exact. But I, I just wanted something that would be something a little bit different. And I know we're going wherever in season two, we're still going to stay to our roots. But I think it's cool that, you know, we're talking about Jeepers Creepers, and I didn't know there was really much of a story behind it. I've never right. even thought about it. Yeah, when I bring up the movie Jeepers Creepers, you think like, okay, it's season two. We're, we're all bets are off. Yeah. You're not expecting me to be like, I oh, didn't... yeah, by the way, Victor Salva, piece of shit, by the way, Victor Salva gets this idea. Oh, well, that's wild. That'd make a good movie, but it's yeah. not just going to be any movie. It's going to be a creature movie. Yeah. When it comes to movies like Jeepers Creepers, I just hope that the true story is a lot better. I'll just say that much. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm just saying. You did not like the movie. All right. Or what if I just thought the movie was okay, but I thought the true story was fantastic. Did you try to watch the movie again recently? I did. Oh, uh, you want to know my did? thoughts on it. Did you say did? I did. No, no, no! You're fine. You don't have to do that now. We'll, we'll yeah, get we're to not, your thoughts. We'll get to it. I just, okay. uh, no, I, I, I could. I thought I didn't. I didn't know if I heard did or didn't. Yeah, I watched it last night. So, the movie version. I mean, you well, could. Let's finish up with the story. The creepiest part to me about this story mm-hmm. is them driving by just casually, and they see somebody with a bloody sheet, possibly looks like a human. Yeah. Stuffing them down a hole outside yeah. of a weird old school. Mm-hmm. That is creepy. Are you guys immediately going to know something's wrong? Or are you just like, do you think you just I keep definitely think like, something's wrong. Where you think like later maybe like something wasn't right about that, but in the moment you probably just drove past. Not even really They've probably been by this school a few times. So they probably knew this school. And yeah. it's, is it an abandoned school? Like an old it, school? It is, yeah. It is, at the, it is now, and I think it was at the time too. So it was just really weird somebody would be yeah. out there. Kind of like not hidden, but like trying to hide the van mm-hmm. and then being out back and thinking like it's an old road. Like I said, you're talking a car may pass by once every like 30, 45 minutes. I mean, that's an odd, odd thing to see. And if I was guessing out of all the shit that's in this movie, that's the one thing that was the true story. That would not be my guess. I would be guessing, you know, like, somebody chasing them or you know a guy that killed multiple people and had all these people in their house and he was sewing together body parts or you know 
all that kind of stuff. I would guess before I would guess they were throwing bodies down chutes next to performing a fucking organ transplants and shit. Yeah, sick bastard. Yeah, you just you don't know, and then you may think that's fucked up. What was that? Like, what what was I looking at? Did that look like a sheet? Was it covered in blood? And you got to remember, you're driving by. You're probably going bare minimum 35. Yeah. Back road like this, maybe 35, 55 miles per hour, roughly in the ballpark of this. So you don't get a lot of time to analyze what you're looking at. So you're thinking like, well, maybe maybe that's not what I saw. I mean, it was a quick flash. But when he gets in the van and chases you, that's when you're like, oh, fuck. This is real. Yeah. I had to have seen something. Why would this dude be driving up like that? And, like, what is he thinking to accomplish? He has the gun on him. We got to assume, because he just shot Marilyn with it. So if he has this gun and he drives up, is he looking to scare, kill? Because at the time, like, you got to think, like, you've killed you've killed your wife. I mean, that's already bad enough. Are you willing to dig deeper and kill two more people because they're just driving by on the side of the road? Or are you just trying to scare them away? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Once you've killed, like, one person like that already... A couple more is really not going to make much of a difference. But if you're trying to get away with it and you're trying to hide it, then are you like, well, fuck, if I kill these two, it's going to be really hard for me to get rid of three bodies. One was hard enough. And he didn't even even do that good of hiding the first one. I think he was trying to scare them. But at the same time, that's a fucking stupid-ass move if you think about it. Yeah, it is. Because now you're going to be thinking more about it. If you just saw it at a glance, you you could still go on. And you're exposing yourself. You're getting closer. They can see you better. And now they can see your fucking license plate. Wait, did you say stupid-ass move or movie? Move. No, that's a stupid-ass move. Okay, I thought you said move. Quick into <laughs> these spoilers. I'm not jumping on your bandwagon he, he, yet. I, you, don't, you don't even know which direction I'm going. I don't. I mean, it's becoming a little <laughs> obvious now. It's kind of getting a little obvious. Okay, I'll dial it back a little bit. This is me dialing it back. Well, luckily for you, like we're going to slowly transition the movie unless you got final thoughts on this. No. I mean, that's an interesting story. Especially the unsolved mystery part. Go ahead, I Will. just want to ask. Uh, you may not. The guy in the story, the real story, did he have any kind of medical background? It's not disclosed his medical background, but it is well documented that um, all of the neighbors say that he was very verbally abusive to his wife, hmm. which back then was acceptable. You could do that all you want. So where were his kids during this That's time? That's a joke, by the way, just in case anyone's <laughs> triggered by that. Where was he during this time, or his kids? During this time, that uh, his his kids stayed behind, him, burying his wife. He just he just left his kids. So one of them is at the neighbor's house, the other two are still over there. And I want to say they're anywhere between the ages of like ten and fourteen. Yeah, like the three of them scattered mm-hmm. throughout. So I was asking if he had a, a medical background because it's gonna jump ahead to something small in the movie that just kind of bothered me. And then we can go back to the beginning, but I just wanted to bring up this point. Like, okay. I was asking that because there's one point in the movie where this guy, like, seems to be dead. He just, like, got done with a, you might as well say, like, a organ transplant. He pops up. And I was just wondering, like, how? Like, after all that, like, it would have to be somebody with medical knowledge to be able to do, like, a procedure like that and somebody to be okay after it. Maybe that's just me not suspending my belief in the movie. But I was just curious about that. Like, 
That's why I wanted to know, like, if there's any medical background that maybe that influenced that in the movie. Not that I know of. I will touch on that here in just a second. Okay. Let me. We'll we'll go we'll go toward movie. The setup is pretty much identical to the original story. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Um, brother and sister driving down the road. They play this game with the license plate. Mm-hmm. And um, a van. Well, I'd say truck. Truck rolls up behind them, blaring the horn, trying to pass them. I just want to say for the record, what the fuck, what the fuck is Dustin Long doing? Exactly. Why are you swerving like that? Yeah. And she's just like, Derry, Jesus Christ, let him pass. She's like, I'm trying. Like, yeah. no, you're not. Pick a side. And he's all driving and he's like waving this way. Like, go around. Like, nobody can go around you. Well, he's driving on that side of the road. Yeah. You guys talked about like him during our barbarian <laughs> episode. And I was like, this fucking douchebag in every fucking movie, he's the biggest puss. Ever. You got to remember, this is one of his first roles, too. Yeah. Well, his first main that was pissing role. me off. He that plays such a good puss, though, doesn't he? He does. That immediately pissed me off in this movie. Like, why like and then uh his sister's yelling at him she's like just just slow down and let him go around he's like i'm trying and i was like it doesn't seem like you're trying to slow down at it's like all. You, how fucking you hard is it to you slow don't down try to slow down and, and pick one side of the road you either don't or you do yeah you sitting there swerving back and forth at the so same that, speed that annoyed me too and just like dude you're telling him to go around yet you're swerving into traffic where you're telling him <laughs> to drive so I get it. He's t- he's he's panicked. He's probably tired. They've been driving a while. He's scared. I get it. But fucking stop. Pull over. She was. She literally yeah. says, "Just pull over to the side of the road and let him go around." He's like, oh, "I'm trying." You're not. Stop saying that. Until last night, I had not watched this movie uh, since it first came out. Mm. But I remember when it first came out, like not like caring for it a whole lot, like not really getting the hype. So, like, when I went back to watch it last night for this episode, like, shit like that in the very beginning immediately reminded me of, like, shit that pissed well, me off about this place. <laughs> yeah. So, I always liked it growing up. I was young. I was, like, you know, 12, 13, 14 in the ballpark of that. 12 to 14 when it came out. Probably 14. And, um, I just can't remember the year it came out. So, 2000, uh... Fuck, I want to say 12? 13, maybe. No. Was it? 13? Oh, no, way earlier not 13. than that. Way earlier. It was really? years, this is like 2002, 2003. Uh, maybe even 2000. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> so essentially, when I went to watch it for the first time, I was a teenager, went with a group of friends to the theater. It was 2000. One, I think. Yeah. I, I One is more believable. So I was probably about 14, 15. And, you know, 14-year-olds watching a horror movie like that at a theater, there's a lot of, like, giggling and laughing and stuff like that. I was into it because, like I said, I grew up loving scary movies. So I'm, like, really trying to fucking watch this So thing. you're a horror fan. So what you're telling us? Some yeah. might say that you're not casual. Only casual. Though. You're a horror. Well, at fan. this point, I, I don't no, know. No, you're if I'm horror. Be considered fan. casual. You know, I'm 14. I've only watched you know a handful. That's not true. I watch more than a handful. <laughs> <laughs> you're a horror fan. We've watched we some crappy you. movies like together, but they were still blockbusters. I feel like. 
are supposed they to be. They were supposed anyways. to be, yeah. They were, little, they were mainstream. I was releases. like 28, 29 when like this came Pulse, out. Pulse, for example. Oh, God. We'll supposed He's to never going to let that go. Did you like that movie, Means? You didn't like it. I'll, I like I like I like the uh, Korean version. Yeah, I, I've or, heard it's better. I haven't seen that. It. Usually I, is though, right? Yeah. So I'm into it, and there were aspects of it that I really liked, and I appreciate it more now that I'm older and I've, I've watched it several times. I was hoping that was the case for me. So I, I, I don't. Know, What's your the, thoughts on burying the lead? Right. <laughs> so it's hard. Here's the thing. Do you know why he wrote them as brother or sister? I don't. He was afraid that if he wrote them as unrelated, that people were going to be focused too much on the sexual tension between a man and a woman being alone, driving down a country road, college kids, that they were going to be more focused on that than the actual story and what's happening with the creeper. Yeah. And I can agree with that. I can jump on board with that. I'm cool with that. I think they make some boneheaded decisions, but they're, you know, they're young. Some. They're college kids. I'm just, this is like the beginning. Every decision they made was boneheaded. I don't know about every decision. Well, hold on. So the first <laughs> decision of seeing the sheet and everything, like the game they played with the license plate. The truck trying to drive up and scare him away, drive him off the road. Um, the sheet being buried, or well, buried in the real story, thrown into the thing in the other story. I feel like that is essentially setting up, you know, something, some something fucked up is about to happen. And I and I get that, but Justin's long, Justin Long's, Justin Justin's long. long <laughs> dick <laughs> justin justin long deciding like let's go back and just check it out hold on it could be somebody that's hurt before that are you all telling me you're okay with how they like saw the bodies being thrown into the shoot or whatever are you, you okay with that what do you mean well they seemingly are like driving at full speed this whole time but somehow there's like time for them to like slow down and tap into the speed force and they see all this stuff going on around them I don't think there was a lot to see. They see him walk over and dump a body down a chute that's covered in blood. They saw a lot you of details. You think that's far fetched? I feel like they saw a lot of details in that short time frame. But I just told driving. you but I just told you the real story of how the real couple actually saw somebody stuffing a sheet down a hole driving by at like fifty five. Yeah. I don't know. Plus two things farther away you can see in slower time than you can see things close up. Especially so if, when you're driving. So if I'm within 10 feet of something, it's going to buy, go by fast. But if I'm within 50 yards away, I'm going to see it going slowly. Because of your wide range. Because of your wide range and how far away it is. So you're going That's to see true. it close. You know, closer things won't, so you won't the, see. Yeah, so to answer your question, no, that did not bother me because of the real story. Even before the real story, I, I, I still stand by like it didn't bother me before. I see the point you're trying to make, but I don't feel like too much had happened in that small of a time frame for me to justify and be like, there's no way they would have saw all that. Now, if he was like painting a fucking mural and they saw like every detail of that, I can understand. But they saw two bodies being thrown down that tunnel and then they decide to go back. And this is where you were. Yeah. So he's, 
he's wanting to go back. She's like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not going back there. He's like, what if they actually were bodies and that's what we saw? What if it was you down there? Are you saying, like, if you guys drove by and saw that, you wouldn't go back? I want to say no as well, but <laughs> Ray and Muriel did. That's not her name. I don't remember her name. Muriel. I told the story. Uh, Ray and his I get wife it. Like, back. it was different times, too. Like, I want to say I would just let somebody know, but they probably did not have access to a phone. And then also, if you watch, like, Mean's favorite movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know better than stopping the gas station in the country when shit is already crazy. That's true, too, in a backwoods town <laughs> yeah. like that. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they could be cohorts and cahoots, if yeah. you will. So, with that being said, I think it's justifiable that they go back because, like I said, in the original story, they go back. The whole, I'm going to lean down this pipe and hold my leg thing, so legs thing, I was like, come on now. Yeah, that was hilarious. I think I see something. I think it's a rat. I was like, first of all, I get it. You're looking down a drain pipe, but you got a light. There's nothing. There's a small tunnel vision, literally tunnel vision, because it's a tunnel. There's nothing else that your mind's eye can catch down there, right? There's no other light. There's nothing else. It's right in front of you. How the fuck do you not know that's a rat right yeah. in front of your face? Plus, with that many rats, they're not going to be quiet. No. And, uh, and at the same hear time, before you see them. again, it's it's, it's, a, it's a horror movie. I'm, I'm going to suspend belief on the rats. Yeah. I, I can... I, I nitpick, but I really don't let... He saw at least five rats that. in that scene. There was definitely at least 500. Which I, I can justify him kicking his feet and her dropping him. Um, him sliding down that pipe and falling. I personally thought that was a really good shot of him falling down. It's the You know what I'm talking about? The overhead yeah. kind of shot. Super yeah. slow motion. Yeah, and he's falling, and then he hits like dirt, which looks like he landed in a fucking corn silo, but... Um, when he hits, I thought that was a really good shot. Now, getting into what you were talking about, him saying something move and looking over and seeing the, the sheet there, he goes over, sees the guy, and then he pulls the sheet back mm-hmm. and he sees that the organs have been harvested and sewed back together. Yeah. I don't feel like that was done we're getting, we're getting an example over here, people. He did the same thing. We're getting an example over here. I just wanted to see if he had some organs. He's trying well, to harvest them. Just like yeah. a month like, ago, Boner like, was a whole skeleton, so you like harvested his organs, gave him some new Like, ones like and... Dwight in the office. Yeah. We've got so much time to harvest the organs. <laughs> so, basically, my thoughts on that is that wasn't like... A, that wasn't a surgeon stitching. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that was somebody that just knew how to barely sew, takes this guy's organs, and just sews this back together. I don't think what he did would have been too hard. Because you notice the wound wasn't very clean. So he didn't really prepare to, to do all that. So my opinion on that is I, I think that even though we're talking about a, a giant winged demon creature, I think it was very plausible that, that the wound would look like that, and he doesn't have to have a, a surgeon background to uh, to be able to complete that type of surgery. Concur? D- disagree? All right, Darren. I, thank you. For- <laughs> well, 
<laughs> this is one of those episodes. It's like when I hear us talking about it, everything you guys say makes sense. But yeah. at the same time, it's one of those things that it's like it's not supposed to make a whole. We lot of go sense. we go from nitpicking about like movies that are like supposed to be real, like Halloween. They're supposed to make you feel like it's real to a movie that's obviously this is like two kind of different movies. At first yeah. it was like a serial killer movie and then it turned into a horror creature creature feature. feature. Yeah. So it was two separate movies that I thought blended well together once I suspended belief. If I hold on to the belief, it's absolutely ridiculous. Right. But if I don't hold on to belief, then it's actually a good movie. So it's like I think it's enjoyable. Which way do you which way do you go on that, you know? And I I feel like we do tend to want to nitpick as as film fans and as you know, just I mean, I've seen it like with the Jeepers Creepers Reborn and I've mm-hmm. seen it with the uh which I haven't seen the movie I by the way, but I've heard it's mm-hmm. I heard it's heard it's dog shit, but at the same time, it's one of those things where I want to see it because I don't believe any fans anymore. Right, you and gotta, it's you like form your own because everybody you know, told me Hellraiser was horrible, and I watched it and I loved it. I loved the new Hellraiser. You loved it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I thought it was it. good. So it's one of those things where it's like I have to suspend belief, and once I saw, because like if you think about it, it's all fucked up. How did he get? How did he get a vehicle? How did he get a personalized license plate? How did he get close? How does he know how, how, to, drive? He, how he he know just, how to drive? I mean, all this shit does not make yeah, sense. Some of, that, some of that stuff, though, I'd probably just say he probably stole from his victims after he killed yeah, them. Yeah, but it's 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 like the Jason Voorhees, you know, Friday the 13th Part 2, where how did he find that fucking bitch and put the head in her in her refrigerator? Where did he get the Did, he, did he have back? Google Maps? Because they didn't have that back then. <laughs> did, he, did he go buy a map at the gas station? Yes. Where did he find her? You know, that, that shit does not make sense. Mm-hmm. So you have to suspend belief as a horror fan and just say, this is how it is. And I feel like we, we're now getting to where we're kind of, we were all kind of nitpicking and, and I was hearing you guys talking and everything you guys said was spot on. But at the same time, does it need to, do we need to pick it apart that no. much? Well, I went into it this time like hoping I would enjoy it more because, like I said, when I first watched it when it first came out, I knew I didn't enjoy it back then. What, did you, really, what did you specifically your not like yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah, what, what, what got you? What rubbed you the wrong way? Because, like, he's a cool-looking creature. I think, I, I, think I just admit. didn't care for, like, the... Uh, yeah, like Jeepers The kills Creepers. are good, though. I didn't mind the character, and, in fact, I actually loved Jeepers Creepers, too, for some reason. But, he looks cool, though. Yeah, his, he does. His... You know, I mean, he's what I wish Knobbun looked like. I don't like. think he was ever my problem. I think that I probably just didn't care about the human element in the movie, which took me out of it. And then, like I told it, like I Those was Those two characters, the yeah. sister and brother? And like I was just saying, like, when I started watching it again last night, like, when they started doing dumb shit, it made it, like, started bringing back those feelings of why so, I didn't like these So characters. how come you, like, can't forgive the dumb shit here, but you can forgive the dumb shit in other movies you've seen that you know is dumb shit? Like what? I don't, I don't feel like Nightmare I do forget because Halloween. Like Exist, for example. I said I enjoyed that movie, too, but I hated the fucking teenagers because of all the dumb shit they were doing. Yeah. So I don't know. But Maybe I mean, that. that's Scream. You love those movies, but they do yeah. dumb shit constantly. I like the first True. one. The second one's okay. The uh, but every, newest one? My, my point is, every horror movie, I mean, they even do, like, 
that's why they have the horror tropes and stereotypes because they <clears> do the same dumb shit over and over. If they didn't, yeah. we wouldn't have movies. That's, that's what I'm true. saying. Like they do dumb shit. They went but back. I also and feel like saw. there's a lot of horror movies these days that are a lot smarter than that. Like don't anything, say elevated. I'll punch you in the fucking mouth. I said smarter than that. Like anything that James Wan <laughs> does is much smarter than anything that said, we can find. Come yeah, on, you, though. But you said these days. Well, go ahead. Fuck those dudes not wanting to move out. I don't care if you don't have fucking money. You have demons <laughs> in your fucking house. You're just walking out of that bitch. Come demons on. are not. We pay the mortgage See, here. We, we can't afford to go anywhere else. We're going. Oh, bullshit. And I'll fucking give you that. Out. I just feel like there's different strokes for different folks. There's different things that probably bother me than different things that bother you all. True, yeah, true. no, I agree with you there. But like yeah. you saying like nowadays... But yeah, this movie was made in 2001, though. Well, actually, it was probably made in 2000. Like, I I like ghost shit, but I still acknowledge that there's a lot of silly shit in that movie, too. Yeah, Yeah, movies have changed, but they still say the same. I get that you like what you like, but at the same time, like, it goes back to my my argument that I've had with Darren before. How can you appreciate one movie for everything you just said, like, seeing the nitpicks and seeing, like, the the campy and cheesiness and everything from it. You can appreciate that one, but you can't appreciate this one. Yeah. I don't think like the campiness, I don't think campiness or cheesiness was a problem for me in this one. Like I said, I just did not care about the human element in this movie. I thought the, the creature's cool. Like once you see him and stuff, he's cool. that's, That's what I'm saying. Like diving into all of our, our brains, our psyches here. It's not just you. Yeah. It's just, why do we like a movie like Ghost Ship, but we don't like a movie like Jeepers Creepers? See, I think Jeepers Creepers, in my estimation, is better than Ghost Ship. But do you know why you like it better? I think it has better looking kills, and I think the creatures so the cooler. So I'm or better. The effects are better. I think the storyline the style. The storylines, I mean, they're a wash because they're both like silly. Yeah. But at the same time, like Jeepers Creepers caught me off guard because when I first watched it, I was expecting a serial killer movie. I thought he was a serial killer the whole time until it showed him following. Maybe it was their the cop car. I don't remember when they showed the wings. I that I love that scene. Yeah, Uh, not necessarily. They don't show the wing necessarily, but he lands. He lands on he, the top of the cop yeah, car. Yeah, he flies after him somehow. And, and we them, realize that. Them that in point. the car in front of them with the Jeepers Creepers song, and they're arguing. He's like, This is what I'm trying Like, this is what she was telling me on the phone. She's like, What are you talking about? He's like, This is the song. And in the background, you can just see him standing on the car. Yeah. And then him grabbing the, the, the girl. Yeah. And then punching through and grabbing the guy and then cutting the guy's head off. Yeah. I also think that act should have been in the movie a little more. He only used that thing one time. Yeah. And then throwing the head up. I was like, I thought that was such a cool, cool scene. I mean, it had a lot of really cool elements to this movie. I mean, it was it wasn't like I feel like it was like one of those movies that it wasn't heavy. It wasn't like a I have to think too hard about this film. Yeah. But at the same time, it was a cool movie. It had a lot of really cool kills. Had interesting special effects. But don't tell me that you guys have never been driving. Don't tell me that you guys have never been driving down a country road and stared out into the woods and thought, "The fuck!" I know you have. You made a movie oh, yeah. about it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you've never like thought like, "I wonder what kind of fucked up like weird shit is out there." Yeah. But then at the same time, you're like, "I don't want to know what kind of fucked up weird shit is out exactly. there." Exactly. 
I want to think I know, but when I know, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm caught. I thought you were gonna say something else. That's why I waited. (laughs) I was thinking like, like he really hates these characters, and I understand that because they are like Justin Long's a little bitch. But I mean, but they're they're like the same movie. And then also though, like even for the same character in like Barbarian, he was the same guy, but you liked him in Barbarian. I said I he was entertaining, but he was definitely a whole douche like the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but he was entertaining. But here's the thing: does that as a film fan? If somebody gets and elicits a response in you that has disgust or gets you pissed off or something, isn't that them doing their job? Like, yeah. were they so bland that you didn't like the characters, or were they they just really pissed you off about the decisions they made? Because if that's the case, where they're pissing me off, that to me that's like a heel in WWE. Like they're supposed exactly. to exactly. So isn't then this a good movie in your estimation? Nope. Because Why? I didn't care about them either way. Like I just felt like they were like over the top, like being stupid through their whole movie. Also, they like, didn't feel so, for the girl's like, character at all. Like every chance that they had, like when something was happening where a normal person should have took off, they wait around. Like, as long as they possibly can to see, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, but that happens in a lot of horror movies. Well, here's where I, mean, I would retort we, to we, In real life, we would take off. They go to that gas station, or that diner, mm-hmm. to call the We're just going to call the police. We're going to call the police, and we're going we're gonna to head the fuck out. That was the plan. They get there. We need a phone. We need to call the police. Police? What you need to call? Bitch, we need a phone. We need to call. That's not yeah. what happened. Why but didn't still. he just tell her what they saw at that point? I don't think anybody. It's just that's the shock. You're in shock, too. And then yeah. even when he's talking to the cops, he never tells them that they saw two bodies being thrown down in the. I thought he did. Uh, I thought he no. did say that. And he he was just, just said like, a body like numerous times. Do you think if he said two bodies, it would have made him take it more seriously for his Maybe, one? like. Maybe they would have thought, like, okay, like, he actually thinks he saw something. But then again, we were just driving by, we saw him throw this bloody sheet down this tube, and we think it's a body. They're like, definitely he threw two bodies down there. Maybe you should go check it out. But even one should warrant, like, a, hey, go check that out. And he's frantic, and he's upset, and then he got that weird fucking call about the lady. What, have you seen all the cats? So he gets that, and he's like, "What?" Which I like that character. About? I like that woman I in do this too. role because I mean, I think it brought a, a new, like, the supernatural element into yeah. the, the uh, medium or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just, I'm trying to. It's like I'm, a Stephen King to, type moment there. You I'm know? trying to dive into like your thought process, and I'm I'm struggling because I don't know why you thought that they were so. What what got you thinking they were so dumb? I agree with the first part of it, like them going back. But again, two real people went back to the scene of the crime in the first place. They didn't go through the same extent of crawling down a fucking tunnel like that. But at the same time, Having it's just a like, wall of bodies stitched yeah, around you. Yeah. Well, I will reverse this and ask you all to tell me what good decisions you thought they made. I wouldn't necessarily say good decisions, but I feel like they were trying to make a decision that was hard to make in that that <clears throat> scene. So the scenario being you go, you call the cops, the cops come, you tell the cops, this is what I saw. The cops say, okay, show me where you saw this at. All right, cool. Get in the car, follow us, we'll show you. You get in the car, you're driving down the road. 
they get a call saying that that house is that the schoolhouse, the church. It's an old church in this movie. Uh, it's on fire. It's set ablaze. All the evidence is burning. They don't know that yet, right? They're in the car. This thing is on the hood or on the top of that car, cuts the head off, throws it. It hits your car. She, she panics, swerves. You see the other car swerving behind you. And immediately they're, they're the police. So immediately you get out and check. Like, are you guys like, are you guys okay? What the fuck just happened? Something just hit our car. You don't know what it is. It's the middle of the night. You can't see. Then they see it's ahead. They're panicking. And then they run back, get in the car and drive off. I don't know why you would think that's a dumb decision. I'm just asking. I'm just asking your opinion. I don't know. That's just, that's one out of a lot of dumb shit they did. But, I, but how is that dumb? I don't know. Maybe that one's not so bad, but the rest okay. of it is still. So then they leave. They go to try to find a phone to call the next town's police because of what they just saw. Mm-hmm. They see this lady. She's got a shotgun on him. His sister's trying to talk to her because she didn't hear the phone conversation with Derry. And he says, oh, shit, there's a bunch of cats here. By the way, that scene... They smeared a bunch of tuna on that screen. That's why those cats were coming up there like that. That's how they got the cats to come up there. I thought that was kind of funny. So, I've done that before. So yeah, they're smeared, just trying to explain. Smeared tuna but, on my but you did it. Yeah, I was gonna say you did that God. somewhere else. <laughs> but again, like he's trying to explain. Like they're trying to explain they need a phone, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were calling to report my cats." And Derry's like, "We gotta get out of here." And that's when she's like, "Is there anybody with you guys?" And they're like, "No, why?" She's like, "Cause that's not my scarecrow." And then that thing leaps on the house and you hear it crash down and they're again frozen in fear. I know initially you'd be like, well, just run. I get that. And I'm with you. But you're fucking scared and you're just sitting there like, uh, uh, she's got a gun. Maybe she'll kill it. Maybe we don't have to run. Maybe we can still use her phone. And then when he like walks out, they're like, yep, nope, never mind. We're going to run. And the thing flies after them and it just, and then they drive to the police station I just don't personally agree with the, that being a stupid decision either. I didn't say everything they did was stupid, but you a lot named of, one. A thing. lot of what they did was stupid. How? Like I'm asking you, to give me some examples besides the very first scene. I'm I'm with you on that. I said like how like just about every chance they had to like run away from something, they stood around just like waiting for something to happen. Instead of I feel like disprove instead that, of right? having a normal reaction to situations. I feel like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they were normal reactions. <laughs> I see what's happening now. Uh, Would you consider that a normal reaction? That's definitely a normal reaction to drinking too many beers. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not trying to like shit on you. Just one of those movies, opinion. I guess. They've I'm just, just saying, never like, clicked with me. But well, I, I love the second one for some reason. I don't. I don't really? know. Why. Yeah. I don't hate the second one. I just. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Agree to disagree. I I, I do think that they did some some pausing a lot. But like I said, it's just like you're frozen in fear. It's not as simple as just running to the car. It's not going to do you any good anyway because that thing has those giant wings and he, he covers a lot of ground fast. They even bring that up. They're like, how did he get to the drive? How did he get to the diner so quick from the church? Like his car is fast, but it's not that fast. 
Yeah. And there was super... one point where she even should have like gotten the car and she like stood outside of the car for like I don't know, like ten seconds longer than she should have. I don't know. Maybe it's nitpicky. But this movie's just not clicking with me, bro. It's not. With you? Not clicking like that knee is. I again agree to disagree. I respect that. But with that being said, I think we should get into our to our reviews of this movie. <laughs> Means, what did you think? Well, I mean, I feel better. You feel, better, you feel better, buddy? I feel great. <laughs> I feel good. I actually, I've enjoyed this movie for a long time. I liked it when it first came out. I think the uh, the surprise to me was back then when you saw a movie, it was pretty much the same movie. It might have a twist at the end, and that was it, right? This movie was like two separate movies combined into one and somehow worked in my eyes. So, like, it was a serial killer movie, and then it turned into a creature feature. And I liked the mythos about the creature. Creature was really cool, I thought. It was really cool. He was well done. Uh, his kills were excellent. I agree with both of you a little bit. They did silly shit. Should have walked away. But at the same time, we wouldn't have a movie if they did walk away. So they had to, like keep them there somehow even though it was kind of a thin plot you know to keep them there mm -hmm. but I think once he smelled their fear and he wanted that they had to I mean the movie was on at that point they I weren't going to outrun him exactly they weren't going to be able to outrun him once we realized that that's what he does he just comes back every so often so I felt like it was smart every, to go to the police station 23 days no 23 years 23 days yeah, yeah. So I think it was. I thought it was smart for them to go to the police station and try to surround themselves yeah. around people, especially cops with a lot of guns. That bothered me too. It wasn't on them at this point. Like, why is it? It's not just this movie either. But why is it that the cops never want to believe these people when they tell them these stories? Like, I mean, would you fucking believe gremlins are taking over the town? If I mean, some little kids <laughs> gremlins are Fair taking point. over the town. Fair point. I'll give you that. But how many I mean, like? Teenagers are actually going out and lying to the cops about serial killers to where that's their immediate response to. They don't believe you. Up stories, they uh, probably do. I mean, yeah. they, you get you get all kinds of stuff, and it's like at some point, like like I said, cops are reactionary. They're reactionary, yeah. and if they're not getting the the same type of response that they normally get, they're going to react in a certain way, and that's usually with skepticism. That's their first reaction. You know, this can't be happening. I mean, if you came to somebody and you said there's like this killer throwing bodies down a chute, you're not immediately going to say, okay, let's go. You know, so it's like, but once it, the shit goes down, they're ill prepared yeah. with all their weaponry. They're ill fucking prepared for this dude. Yeah. I mean, he just decimates them. And that, to me, that's awesome because I love old movies that, do that you know i love old movies that show that you know the good doesn't always win and i think that's kind of cool because it's like i love it when the good doesn't win it's a little piece of <laughs> look at him <laughs> look at him with those creepy fucking eyes right now but yeah i mean i i enjoyed the movie i thought this was a cool movie this is one of the movies one of the first movies i watched with my uh daughters that like horror movies 
and I remember them reacting, and this is probably one of those movies that will probably affect them as they're older. And they'll be like, oh, I remember that movie, that scene at the end where it showed no eyes, and it was like, jeepers, creepers, and he was dead. Justin Long was dead. Mm-hmm. And it was very dystopian because, like, usually horror movies, you know, you get out of it a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit of something in it. But well, that's, was, they were dead. Yeah, that's the thing, done. too. When he was at the police station, he had those cataract-looking, like, dead eyes, those glossy eyes. Mm-hmm. At the end, when he takes Justin's long, Justin's long beautiful eyes. And you keep saying that. That's a hard That's a hard thing to say. <laughs> Justin's long. Justin Long's eyes, and he peers through his skin, and you see he's got those brand new peepers. Yeah. Where'd he get those eyes? We know where he got those eyes. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you we had to rate it, if you had to rate it out of ten, um, this is probably a seven and a half to me. Okay, respectable. I would go. I go at least a seven and a half. I think it was a cool movie. I liked watching it. I watched it multiple times. Uh, once again, we're not getting crazy into the controversy, but I think part two was cool. Part yeah. three sucked. See? I haven't seen Reborn yet, uh, but. The dude that made it is absolutely atrocious. He's a piece of shit. Now that I've watched the first one recently again, I want to go back and watch the second one and see why I like that so much more. Because it had a strong black character lead in it. That's what it was. I don't even remember. I don't remember who was in the movie. I don't remember what the plot was. I just remember like I didn't like the first one, and they got stuck on that bus, and he was attacking them by that cornfield. If you recall, he had like a missing leg. and He, he threw a... the thing and took out the tire yeah. to begin with yeah. that he made out of like bones. So it was more, yeah. uh, it was more of a single location. I just remember watching that one locations. when it first came out too. And I was like, damn, why do I like that one so much more? I like the first one better. <clears throat> I still was the first one guy, but like second yeah. one was decent. Third one was just the Second one I thought good. was a worthy sequel, but uh, the first one just, I thought, had had better writing. I need to go back and watch the second one again. Though. That brings up the point that, and I hate to say this, but when somebody does something really bad in real life, mm-hmm. like the director did, uh-huh. and he paid for his crimes. Not long enough, in my opinion. But he did pay for them, uh, according yeah. to law. Just for those of us who He didn't get out of me. things. What did he do? Uh, or do you, do you not want to get fair? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay, I it's pretty that. bad. If if you're a horror fan, you know what this dude did, and yeah. you're probably judging him. I he paid for his crimes according to law. Uh, maybe should have been worse punishment. I don't know, but I did. I mean, I didn't judge him. I wasn't on the jury. I wasn't the judge that gave him the sentence for what he did. So you're. You're now hearing this. You're thinking, man, he must have did something pretty bad. Because he went to I'm prison. I'm definitely curious. He went to prison for <laughs> I've this. I've got questions. But this was well before this movie was made, right? That was like 13 years. And it was before. <laughs> Cut that out, please. <laughs> and, and it was before all of the uh, movies that he's made since was made. Brings up the point. If an artist makes a piece of art that people love and then they find out that he's done something atrocious in the past and actually has been convicted of it. How do you justify watching or supporting that franchise or movie or song? You know, I'm not going to go real hardcore, but I mean, look at R Kelly, look at Michael Jackson, look at Bill Cosby. 
I mean, it's hard for me to listen to a Michael Jackson song. It's hard for me to listen to an R. Kelly song or think about the R. Kelly, I can give of, you. Bro, I've not listened to R. Kelly since I found out that shit. Or, you I know, to, to think about, you know, Bill Cosby's comedy. I mean, he oh, had man. some excellent comedy stand-up. But the shit they've done. Mm. You know, it's like... I still think Ghost Dad tar- is a good movie. Tarnishes though. a legacy. Uh, you're done. Stop. Ghost Dad. You just said Ghost Dad's a good movie, and you're shitting on this. Movie. Well, in my Stop. defense, in Stop. my defense, I haven't watched Stop. Ghost Dad since I was a kid. Stop. <laughs> anyway, well, it's, Man, it's I don't want to hear about though. it. You it's don't kinda, like Child's Play. That whole thing is rough. Don't judge me for not liking. Genius I Creepers. didn't say I didn't. Lo- well, I don't like it. It's just not. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's scary. But anyway, that's another. That's another conversation. <laughs> just know that wasn't me this time. I think you guys brought you brought up Child's Play as much as I brought up Texas Chainsaw. There, it's about I I I let it die though. There you go. I've let it die. You brought it up on Barbarian, didn't you? But this, I have let it die. (laughs) This whole thing. I have not brought it up. Going back to Victor (laughs) Salvo, his name Victor Salvo. Salva. Salva. Yeah. So, can you separate art from the person's life? It's tough. Yeah, it really is tough because really I like Jeepers Creepers. I think it's a good movie, but at the same time, he's a piece of shit for what he did. Wow! You're just gonna have to look gonna it keep up. on teasing me. Well, I mean, everybody knows about it. That's in the know. If you don't know, but if you know anything about Jeepers Creepers, you probably know about this. So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. But anyway, yeah, I'll give it. I, I really, I like, I enjoyed this movie, so I'll give it that that score. What do you guys got? I'll let you go next. Well, I think I pretty much shared my thoughts and feelings. So, with that being thrown, you acted like it was going to be a surprise. <laughs> what? It might You're not ready. be. I not. I might not. You guys don't know what it. I'm going to give it. We knew exactly what yeah. you were going to say, dude. You've been hiding. We did. We knew you were going to shit on it. Do you know that I'm going to give this movie a 2.5? Well, no, we didn't know you were going to give it that. 2.5. You're just just being fucking facetious now. (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm not going to give it 2.5. I will give it a 5, though. That's my score. A 5. Yeah. What's the low? We got to go back and like do all the ratings. I think Lois was Barron's for him. Lois was 4. Yeah. This is barely above Barron's. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, not on this Damn. podcast, but you gave my... Barbarian a four point five, buddy, and then you took it down to a four at the end. Yeah, I, I don't like Barbarian. Barbarian to me was way better than Jeepers like Creepers, two, though. Barbarian was way better than Jeepers. Oh yeah, I disagree. Jeepers Creepers is better than Barbarian. I'm thinking, in my opinion, audience. Listeners, let us know in the comments. My humble opinion, Barbarian. <laughs> Social media uh, of your choice. Barbarian's not as good as. Did Jeepers you like Jeepers Creepers or Barbarian better? Just curious. We always say that nobody ever comments. They don't. Maybe one so, day they will. I feel though. so sad that nobody ever comments. <laughs> we always we say get that listeners, but we have no yeah, commenters. We get a few comments. One day it'll catch on. What do we need to do? Good. Give you guys free shit? This isn't helpful. I, I am beat it. Barbarian has a rating of seven point one. You can't you can't it's do anything that's new though, and I know older, it's, they it's, get worse. Well, you know? hold on, I'll tell you why. Jeepers Creepers has a six point two. Before you say anything, 
Jeepers Creepers has twice as many reviews as Barbarian does. Which means that if you give Barbarian the same amount of uh, of votes as Jeepers Creepers, that could easily go back down to a 6.1. I'll give you that. But I'm just saying, personally for me, I, think when I feel like Barbarian watch- was a better movie. I think when people watch Barbarian, Barbarian? over time, they're going to be like, ugh. I gave Barbarian, uh, remember I said, like, upon first viewing, I would have gave it probably like a 4.5, but after watching it again and knowing what to expect, I bumped it up to a 6.5. It's 7.5 for me as well. I was going to say probably 7, 7.5 on this one, just because, like, I've, I've always enjoyed it, and I, I got what I wanted out of a creature feature. Yeah. I don't expect them features, to make great decisions, just like creature features they are never, never do. They're never, ever, ever sensible yeah they're just i, I come I mean, to expect my big titty barbarian would kick the shit out of jeepers creepers no way what <laughs> yeah jeepers creepers would rip that bitch in half <laughs> well one way or another justin long was gonna lose his eyes oh, that's true yeah. he's gonna die and get yeah. ripped in half yeah. so all right well with that being said Trent, please tune in to this episode and let us know your opinion. We, think, we want to know your opinion. I think now story. we have to come back later and do a review of Jeepers Creepers 2. Duh. Jeepers Creepers 2? I'm cool with that. I say we do Reborn. Well, oh, we could do both for the same episode. Why don't we do that? I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. We could just do both the same episode. Yeah, so people look out for that. We'll just do a little Jeepers Creepers marathon about that. That's right. And you need to look up Victor Salva's crimes, crimes. more than... I will, but you also are going to tell me after we're done recording. Well, this has been the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. I'm Darren. Hashtag Darren's Barons. Don't forget. Hashtag Darren's Barons. Was there a coyote out there? Hashtag lick my nuts, Ian. In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance, the evil rise. So now is the time to let all you